sports talk that has never been done before in Philadelphia. We're breaking down the live action and helping you make your live wagers at the right moment. Right here, right now. Follow all the action right now on The Line Change with John Jansen. Yes, live action. That's what we would be following at the moment. But with all that has happened today in terms of news here in Philadelphia, it's an emergency podcast situation. At least I'm getting the podcast on. That is the best to be talking about this. They're the best wrestling podcast, and they also just happen to be based here in Philadelphia. The big news today, WrestleMania 40. Coming in, well, WrestleMania 40 coming to Philadelphia. That's in 2024. You will have the showcase of the immortals happening right here in this great city. So I had to talk with this with Shooters Radio, which you can check out that podcast. The Twitter account can be found at Shooters Radio. And also, that is the duo of Nick Picone. Follow him at underscore Picone. You probably know him from the Phillies videos. And also Vaughn Johnson at Vaughn M. Johnson on Twitter. Guys, I just needed to have this kind of emergency discussion with you because I don't think that any of you, any of us expected that this would be back in Philadelphia. So thank you both for coming on here today. Appreciate you having us on. We appreciate you having us on, and I'm not surprised. You're not surprised? I am very surprised. surprised. The ones that knew. One of the first ones that knew. Oh, were you really? Well, well, yeah, I guess because I worked for the Inquirer and we broke the news. Shout out to Matt Breen for breaking the news. But um, no, we've been talking about it on Shooters Radio for a while. It's it's not really a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. And me and, and Nick and I... Have predicted we're predicting 2026 because that's when all the other Everything events come. Else, World yeah. Cup, and we know why the 250th uh, birthday of the country. So Philly's loading up, but 2024 is nice too. I, that's the surprise to me that is happening before Las Vegas gets a WrestleMania. I know it's close enough that Miami. I can actually make plans and not look like a psycho for something that's happening far in advance. I mean, this is happening right. in what a year and a half. This is coming up very soon. So uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's unbelievable that it's happening. So. Not only are do we get the announcement, but I, I do want to ask you, Nick, why did it take so long? Like, why was because Philadelphia seems like such a destination place for wrestling. They've had Royal Rumbles here, but why WrestleMania do you think happened now? And they finally announced it twenty five years after the last time it was here. Yeah, honestly, I'm not sure uh, anyone can answer that completely. Like a financial field opened in 2003, uh, Citizens Bank Park opened in 2004. It has been way too long uh, to not even have an MLB All Star Game at Citizens Bank Park. To not even right. have a WrestleMania, you know, in Philadelphia. Right. Did since everybody just find out that Philadelphia is a good sports city and good wrestling city? Like, did this just happen? Why is it taking uh, so long for these things? I guess so. Once you have like WrestleMania in New Orleans four years apart, yeah. and then you go back to <laughs> Dallas four years apart, it's it's kind of like frustrating as a Philly fan because you know, like they came to MetLife Stadium twice in the last yeah. ten years. It's like or less than ten years, and it's it's frustrating because you're like. Philly's got everything. They got the ancillary stadiums to, to hold all the events that WrestleMania brings to you, all the independent events, all of that. All of that is there. So uh, it's very hard as a Philly fan to year after year, you know, like just I remember I think it was two or three years ago. I was anticipate they were going to announce uh, 
MetLife Stadium it wound up being uh, for the last WrestleMania 2019. I think that day they announced it, I was really excited because I thought they were going to announce Philly. <laughs> and then it wound up being MetLife, and I'm just like, oh. What? Of course. That felt like oh, every yeah. time they were going to go to the Northeast, it was just going to be MetLife. And it felt like exactly. it would never come to Philly because Exactly. Of and I think that's part of what made today so sweet where, you know, we just – recorded a fully loaded 1999 deep dive and i Love have an audiogram set for our discussion on the big boss man's heel tactics in uh late 99 and Vaughn <laughs> was like you can oh, listen you to on shooters that. radio of course <laughs> well i was like yeah but you, you probably should reschedule that because i would it was set to go at the same exact time uh the Love wrestlemania that. announcement was set to go so uh that'll actually be posted tomorrow but yeah it's just like kind of been like an exciting day because you know, you go through the uh, the original excitement of like, yes, we're finally getting a media, and then you think about everything that's going to happen, uh, all the independent companies that are going to come to the area, uh, all the people that we're going to meet that we know online that live across the country that are going to travel to Philly for WrestleMania. Uh, we can meet our wrestling friends, you know, like. I know Everything they can all come to me like, now. They can all hang out with me, right? Exactly. I don't have to. Party I don't have to fly to like Dallas Wednesday. or Arizona or whatever it is. They can come to me now. That's great. I love that part <laughs> of it. I, I will say that you know Philly has been in the running. I've been feel like I've been chasing the story now for like eight years. Yeah. And talking to people in the, in the city, trying to figure out what's going to happen. When? 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 And it's actually like a whole process. You got to bid to host WrestleMania. Like you got to bid to host a Super Bowl. And Philly has bid before. And they've come down to the final, I guess, you know, couple of cities. And for whatever reason, well, I think part of the reason is that some of these cities have newer stadiums like L.A., like even Dallas or yep. uh, Santa Clara in 2015. Because they would chase the newer stadiums before the NFL. The NFL would be almost right after them in terms of the Super Bowl. Right. I always felt like WWE tried to get immediately on those and, new stadiums. And that's mainly because the Super Bowl is like three or four years in advance where yep. WrestleMania goes year by year. So... But yeah, they're chasing newer stadiums, but then they hit some markets. They can hit LA now because of the stadium. They can hit New York because of the stadium. But it's always something like New Orleans in 2018. It was like the, some type of tricentennial for New Orleans or Louisiana or something like that. So they loaded up events there. You know, I figured Vegas would get one sooner because they just put up a stadium. So it's like, okay, well, Vegas will get one before us. But yeah, surprised that uh, Philly's gotten one at least so soon, at least in 2024, not 2026. Yeah, and because the new stadium is, you know, they, they were chasing that. And look, Lincoln Financial Field's been around for a while. Citizens Bank Park has been around for a while. Uh, so I, I understand that maybe those don't have the same appeal, but I always felt like the city did. How do you think that it works out? Because I think you were the one that mentioned, and my favorite part of it is it's not just the two nights. Because I, I came into this studio, Sean Brace did the Daily Ticket today, and he hosts the Daily Ticket every Monday through Friday, 3 to 6. And he goes, oh, I thought it's just two days. What do you mean the week? I'm there's indie wrestling shows all throughout the week. Basically, this is going to take over the city for the entire week. And even leading after that, the Monday Night Raw after that. I mean, it's going to be a week over a week long worth of things uh, that are going to be going on in the city that are wrestling related. So I'll ask you this. What do you think the logistics are? Do you think the city does kind of logistically work out for a way for indie wrestling, for the smaller shows, into the medium shows, into the bigger shows and everything that WrestleMania does bring throughout the week? It's perfect because you, not too many major cities, a lot of cities have a stadium. They have arenas, obviously, but not too many major cities have the 2300 arena, which is like a midsize arena that has a tradition of wrestling behind it. And it's like within 10 minute drive of the major arenas and stadiums. 
so people can easily get back and forth. That's love. Like that's I don't think that's a normal thing in most cities. So that's to me, Philly is perfect for that. We got a mid-sized arena. We got also we got a a little bit bigger of an arena that Tony Khan has run a couple times called the Leacorus Center too. I was about to say, is the Leacorus in play here for some? Because I, th- I, I think so. They just hosted AEW not too long ago. What company does Tony Khan own? AEW. He also owns Ring of Honor, who does Supercard of Honor every oh, year at WrestleMania weekend. Wow, yeah, that's a great that's a great venue for it. That's so a good for call. me, it, they usually try to make Supercard of Honor a bigger event. They run the Leacorus Center. That's a possibility. So not just a 2300 arena where all the other promotions could run. I think the Leacore Center may be the Tower Theater if, if WWE wants to go back there or something like that. I don't know. But I mean, that's also in play the Leacore Center. Nick, does it does Philly work out for for you as a city? I, and I I totally agree with Vaughn because uh, the other place was going to be that I wanted to go to, like Dallas. But Dallas isn't really in Dallas; it's Arlington, and um, it's it's kind of separate. Everything just is seamlessly together. Uh, do you think Philly really is that that great of a host city? And and are you looking forward to I guess be able to in and it's such a great area to be able to do all that. Just like a week ago, we were discussing uh, the Sixers moving, you know, an arena into downtown Center City and what the logistics would be with that. Uh, you don't have to worry about that with anything nope, right now. You know, you have the Wells Fargo Center, which will host Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the Hall of Fame will probably be after SmackDown the way their schedule is now. Uh, you have WrestleMania the two days, Saturday, Sunday, and then Raw back at the Wells Fargo Center Monday. And don't and, forget the convention center for access. Exactly. Uh, you have That's so many right. different yeah, the convention venues great in the city yeah. and around the city that, like Vaughn said, are easy to get to. Uh, even if something is in like the 2300 Arena, that is easy to get to. I've driven it to it a thousand times, and it's easy to get to and from right by the bridge, right by 95. It it couldn't be, like Vaughn said, a more perfect venue for something like this. And I think and let's not forget a lot public of people are going to be surprised uh, that come here as tourists, they're going to be surprised at how easy right. uh, access will be. And let's not forget public transit, where you got a sub- subway that go- runs right to the stadiums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, how many cities have so that? Well. Yep. It ha- you know, so that's part of the, the sell. I'm sure that part of the bid process is not just we got a football stadium and some ar- and some arenas. We got great public transit. You can get people back around pretty quickly. You can. We got a lot of hotels. We got a lot of bars and restaurants right in that area. You don't even have to go outside of the, the sports complex, but I would recommend you do because there's a lot more out here. There's a lot of. This is a great restaurant city. One of the, this is a world class restaurant city that I don't think. Uh, That'll Philly be in walking distance for. of these events. Even the indie shows, right. they'll be in walking you got distance. South, you, got, you got places like South Philly Barbacoa, which is not a major, massive restaurant, getting Michelin stars or winning James Beard awards, I should say. Not Michelin stars. Winning a James Beard, which is like a, a massive restaurant award. So there's world-class restaurants, a whole slew of different types of vibes you can get into here. You want to get ratchet. You want to be nice and prim and proper. <laughs> you want to be whatever. You can, get, you can do it all here. And... It's like I said, you can have a great time in many different facets and many different ways. Uh, so yeah, the perf- the city is can can easily handle this, and I think people will have a great time here. Yeah, and for those that don't, you know, obviously 
a lot of people know what WrestleMania is and WWE, but probably don't know everything that comes with WrestleMania. You know, the I hate to say the circus because it's but it's the entire circuits that come circus that comes with it. So, Nick, if you could say to uh, to a fan, maybe a casual that doesn't know everything that comes with it, uh, what would you say are things to? Obviously, this is a far way out, but things to look forward to and things to maybe start planning ahead of time. And to me, it's always the indie wrestling events. Uh, but what, what what would you say that would be like? What would you say to look forward to or to st- sort of prepare yourself for? Uh, if you're a Laps fan, you're probably going to have Conrad Thompson come to town with it. You know his, his shows with Eric Bischoff. You got Mick Foley now in yeah, the fold. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle. You're going to have those types of shows that if you're not really into uh, wrestling now, you're still going to get uh, nostalgia. It, that comes to wherever WrestleMania is. So that might be enough for somebody living in Philly or around Philly uh, that might not watch the product today. Oh, McFoley's going to come to town and just tell stories? I'll pay for that. I'll go watch that. Jim Ross came to town back when the Royal Rumble was here in 2015, and uh, I he was doing his ringside with Jim Ross show before his podcast with Conrad. That was very interesting to me, uh, even though I was – you know, a fan of the product, and I was going to go watch the Royal Rumble anyway. I wound up going to Jim Ross' show, and it was a nice show. They had, like, a, I think J.J. Dillon showed up. You know, they're going to have different types of people come out, and they even did the same thing in 20 Tell Stories about stuff that I don't hear on his podcast or anything like that. So that might be, like, the number one thing for especially fans that aren't a fan of the current product. And, Listen, in two years, it might be a completely different product. You know, yeah. I mean, Vince McMahon there are a lot going. of changes happening. How, so, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, we don't know what's going to look like in a year and a half. So, it might be better. You know, hopefully, it's not worse. But you, you still have that. Uh, you know that the nostalgia of what you grew up with is likely going to be present in Philly. We're talking with. Go ahead. Oh. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you can do your thing. So we're talking with Nick McCone and Vaughn Johnson. They are the duo that hosts the Shooter Ra- Shooters Radio podcast. You can follow them at Shooters Radio, and they just did a deep dive in the fully loaded 99, so definitely check that out. But also their individual Twitter accounts at underscore Picone, which if you don't know that Twitter handle, that means you don't like the Phillies, and then also at Vaughn M. Johnson as well. But Vaughn, I did want to throw the same question to you as well of, of things that you know people should be preparing for and everything that comes with WrestleMania. I will add to the venues that might be in use during that week is TLA on South Street and maybe even the Dave and Buster's on the Columbus Boulevard because these yeah. are places that people like JR has already used for his shows or Bruce Pritchard or something like that. Some people like to have run TLA and there's a lot of cool theater venues here that people might take advantage of uh, to run shows here or to run different events here in Philly or conventions or whatever the case may be. But also, uh, even if you're not a wrestling fan, obviously there's going to be a ton of things to do as far as wrestling in the city, right? Because we're going to have all the promotions descend upon the city. I mean, there's so many wrestlers who live here or live in the area because so many promotions come through here. So so many promotions have roots here or have run here. And a lot of wrestlers have roots here as well. So there's going to be a ton to do wrestling-wise. But I will also uh, encourage people to just see the city. Like, the city itself is dope. Yeah, we, we got our share of issues here. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot to to improve about this city in many different ways. But as it is currently, it's still a beautiful city with a dope nightlife, with with great uh, restaurants, with great art. There's a great art scene here, too. Like, there's beautiful things, beautiful murals in, in a lot of these neighborhoods. It's like the world's, it's like one of the biggest small towns 
in in the in the country it feels like because it feels like you you can go through the city not that long but it's it's a massive city obviously yep. but it feels very much at home in a lot of different neighborhoods it doesn't feel unfamiliar it feels like a neighborhood you can find a neighborhood in almost every part of the of the city and it feels really connected in a lot of different ways uh somehow even though it's such a large city so but yeah just see the city man it's a, it's a great city in general and i would i would encourage everyone to just like kind of enjoy philly for what it is and see like oh yeah you know what philly is kind of dope actually like because you know i've been when i was in school in western pa a lot of people used to give philly a lot of crap i don't know why west people in western pa hate philly so much but <laughs> at least they did back then but i feel like a lot of people that came from a lot of people who've never been here or had no intentions on coming here. But if you do come here for WrestleMania, I'm here to tell you, like, there's a lot of cool things to do outside of wrestling while you're here. Yeah, it's going to be excellent. And I think Philly is the perfect city for it. I've been wanting to go to a mania so, so often. And I was about to do it this year, actually. And I, I ended up backing out of it. But the, now that it's coming to this city, it helps that I do know this city. I obviously live in this city. But I, I do know that this city is also perfect to host an event like this. But I do want to, and it's going to sound weird when I say this, because it's all the way in 2024. I do want some... Uh, Maybe predictions, we can call them. Looking ahead at what might happen. And Nick, I'll start with you on this because when WWE goes into a city and does an event like this, obviously we have the WWE Hall of Fame. And again, there's there's so much that comes with WrestleMania. Uh, how do you think they will celebrate Philly? I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin was brought back because they were in Texas. And guess what? Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled in texas what are some things that you think they can do to add that philly flair to it and especially if it's a wwe hall of fame something new on the show but um what do you think there there are some things they can do to add that local flair into the show i definitely don't think they can match the uh stone cold steve Austin no i don't think many texas, i don't like, think many can match that in yeah. philly, but I, I i can absolutely see uh, obviously someone like paul Heyman being inducted into the hall of fame uh, obviously, Philly ties with ECW and even, you know, grew up close to the area uh, and in New York, you know, back and forth. And uh, I, I that was one of the first things I actually thought, you know, thinking of all the events that are going to happen. Obviously, the Hall of Fame uh, among one of the most look forward to events. And Paul Heyman makes uh, a perfect choice. And, uh, you know, we've it'll be interesting to see if he. Gets quote unquote real because he love like his promos are great, but I don't know if I've I've seen him uh, you know real recently, yeah. and uh, that would be an interesting speech, uh, diff- interesting Hall of Fame speech for sure. Uh, you know I don't know Lane Johnson's a big Eagles fan, big Soul Cold Steve Austin fan. I would love to see him get involved somehow. Uh, obviously, I I wouldn't expect him to wrestle a match, but you know maybe give somebody a stunner. You know get involved because. He's a, he's a a big wrestling fan. Obviously, a lot of Eagles players are big wrestling fans. I don't. Uh, I would hope Lane Johnson's still here in a year and a half. But uh, you know, just seeing what types of uh, athletes, c- current professional athletes, or maybe future professional athletes in Philly will get involved in not only the build to this, but you know, showing up there, uh, maybe getting involved physically here and there, and uh, that that should be interesting too. I think that's going to, you know, especially at Lincoln Financial Field, like Lane Johnson's got to show up. No, I'm sure. Even if Jason Kelsey's retired, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, (laughs) dude. Like, just thinking about that, I'm just like, I can't wait for all the memes to come out. You know, like, that'd be awesome. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible, you know. And the the Philly crowd's going to be hot no matter what, you know. And and the two-night thing, 
a lot different than 25 years ago when it was just that one night in, in 1999 with Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock. Uh, probably one of the, the worst top-to-bottom manias, but, you know, great main event. Uh, we have a different thing to look forward to, a two-night WrestleMania, which... Uh, uh, is I, I'm excited. I like the two night manias. Like uh, especially this past year, they made it work. I thought it was one of the the best WrestleManias overall that they've put together. Maybe, probably in the top ten, I would say, uh, off the top of my head. Knowing that it's going to be two nights in 2024, I'm just excited about that. And and I know that it's a different time in WWE right now and i'm hoping Very. that in a year and a half it will pay off for us especially so Vaughn, I'll, I'll throw that same question to you what are some ways you think that the uh that WWE at WrestleMania in 2024 can potentially add some local ties i think that uh for as a local tie as, as a celebrity i mean kevin hart seems like a guy that would be willing to get involved somehow uh, I think maybe to even have the Roots perform. Oh, that'd the be show. great. Yeah, that would be dope, right? Have a performance. You have these musical acts that generally people don't care about, but hey, the Roots. I'm here for that. You know, the Roots picnic was like well the last month or so, so pe- that draws big crowds, so people would be happy about that. Of course, they're on Jimmy Fallon every night, so that helps. Um, but yeah, I think they could be like I said, like a, a more of an ECW influence, maybe in the Hall of Fame inductions. I'm not sure. Who would be getting in that hasn't already been in? Like Taz probably wouldn't get in yet because he's with AEW. Not sure how they would feel about Tommy Dreamer or something like that, or Sandman maybe. Uh, or maybe I don't know. Sandman, would, that right. would be the day I would die laughing at that. Look, I'm That'd just be saying the they, best. they could maybe localize a little bit. Maybe, I don't know. Throw in a, a, a I don't know, the Blue Water Order. <laughs> Who knows? It would be awesome if Blue Meanie yeah. got into yeah. all the Bellas are already in, so they're out. <laughs> right there you go they big eagles fans the bellas you know so but uh yeah i guess you know that's that would probably be it maybe john cruck gets involved or something like that he's a big wrestling fan uh, yes so. i love that <laughs> so, he talks about it all the time too i absolutely love it uh yeah, does this mean does this mean we we could also possibly get an extreme match during wrestlemania one of the two nights Yes, for sure. We've I had think those it's already more anyway. Than, than it was, uh, you know, a week ago. It's more likely now, for sure. Uh, it's for sure going to happen, but it happens at WrestleMania almost every year to do yeah. some type of extreme hardcore match. They just don't call it like an extreme rule. So I'm, I'm curious as what they would say. Like, is it going to be a Philadelphia street fight? Is it going to be a Broad Street fight? <laughs> a Broad Street street fight? South Street street? I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm curious if they pick a certain place for that in Philly, not just make it an overall Philly street fight. Like, you can. You can pick a certain spot, like Market Street. What about that? What about what about the Roosevelt Boulevard Street fight? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I, don't I know. love that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Now we got the wheels turning. I love that. Uh, so, all right, this is this is a silly one because we have no idea what's going to happen in the next couple of years in WWE. But if you had to guess, what would be the main event? What would what would be your main event for for WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia? Huh. Or what's a match you want to see? Maybe it has ties with the Philly wrestler or a, or an ECW guy. What's a match you would want to uh, see? I I think a great possibility uh, with the way that they could really create stars now, even stars that have been there for years that kind of lost their way, they could easily rehabilitate them into superstars. 
Uh, Kevin Owens and Cody Rhodes would be a hell of a WrestleMania main event. Oh, I think if they're great. both still there, yeah. they could easily build both of them into being a WrestleMania main event. And that would be a hell of a main event. Uh, either night, night one or two, I don't care. But uh, that would be one that I would love to see. Vaughn, any, um, any matches want, in particular? I want Drew Kulak at the end of WrestleMania yes. holding up yes. both titles. And waving a Northeast High School flag as he's doing it. <laughs> All right? Nice. That's what yes. I want. Yes. Yes. The most Philly, as the Roots play him out of the stadium, they playing music. <laughs> uh, Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey are chugging beers. Uh, Monty, the Eagles fan, this bird is flapping on his hat at the same time. Just a, the most Philly moment possible. Uh, Philly Elmo is there, you know what I'm saying? Like just dancing and stuff like that. Like, he's got to be there too. MB can be there. Yeah, yes. all that. Love Gritty that. can just be hanging out somewhere. You know, there's just really <laughs> Philly things happening. Philly Jesus there blessing the, the, the show. Um, yeah, yeah, we got Philly characters here. Philly. That makes me wonder what that set's going to look like if they Philly up it's, that set. It's going to be, be a great set. It's going to be a Liberty Bell. Don't worry. <laughs> it's going to be the Art Museum and the Liberty Bell, and that's what they're going to do. I love how else you fill it up. <laughs> yeah. Besides making it the hood, like okay. Yeah, I'd be. I'd hood. be interested to see. There's gentrification as a as a stage here. <laughs> like, you can't do that as a stage. You can't do that. So Liberty um, Bell it is. So I'd be interested to see what kind of ties they can bring in from ECW. Uh, I mean, look, we there are wrestlers now on the roster that have um, that have. I'm talking more like Rey Mysterio, uh, Taz. We know have done it. Tommy Dreamer. Uh, so there's there's plenty to go off of here and a great history and I hope Jericho, that at least perhaps. gets to yeah gets uh, gets brought up all the great professional wrestling in Philadelphia. All right, guys. So the last thing before I let you go because we are going to talk Friday about a lot of things because we're going to have the SummerSlam roundtable, the WWE roundtable coming together, uh, giving you predictions for SummerSlam. So we're going to have that Friday, but obviously big news in WWE as well that Vince McMahon is now retired and I put retired with a nice asterisk and that he maybe got run out a little bit, but what, what changed a little bit, a lot of it, a lot of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. I was, I was definitely, uh, I was underplaying that a little bit. Yes. A lot of it, but what, what changes are you expecting? Like, what are some reasonable changes? Because it's just thought of that Vince is gone, so maybe there are big changes to WWE. Uh, Vaughn, I'll start with you on this one. What What are some realistic changes or things that maybe you are interested to see what could change now that there's a, a bit of a regime change or an end of an era for WWE? Uh, realistically, in the short term, not a whole lot right now. It's still so soon. Because you got to understand, Vince had such a... I want to say a stranglehold, but he influenced pretty much every aspect of their product. So him not being there will change a lot. How fast it will change? Probably not that soon. I think a lot of people expected a whole different regime to, to, to make it totally different on Monday for Raw. They're doing a go-home show to a pay-per-view, the second biggest show of the year. They're not going to change that much going into this show. But coming out of this show, maybe you do see some changes here and there, but they still got to – it's going to take some time to get new philosophies in there and new ideas in there. And Triple H isn't necessarily new philosophies, new ideas, but he's got different ones, at least from Vince. <laughs> you know, he's not nobody's has the level, the type of ideas that Vince has. Right. And that's pretty much who was putting out this content. This was, these are all his ideas or people were pitching the ideas they knew he would like. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So now that he's gone, he's removed from the equation. We've seen that Triple H does not book exactly like Vince McMahon. We've seen that in NXT. So I would expect more of what we saw in NXT just adapted for a three-hour show on Mondays and a two-hour show on Fridays. But I expect 
at least some of the goofy things that Vince would do that just like the parade of promos to, to get to number one contenders. I expect that type of stuff to be gone. Yes. In, 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 I would in short order. But literally the potential there is for a lot to change. This is a drastic shift in WWE. Vince McMahon had so much control and so much influence over that product, over little things, sit down to the things that the people say. Like they don't say hospital. They say local medical facility. You know what I'm saying? At WWE SummerSlam, this Sunday, live on Peacock, on a premiere live event, that's how they were talking promos. Because Vince wanted them to talk that way. That should change. But in the short term, it's, it's, it's going to be a slow change, I think. Yeah, and we're already starting to see that Triple H is now, you know, it's not Vince McMahon in charge. Like, Triple H is in charge, so Seth Rollins, uh, he's out of a match because of an injury to Matt Riddle, who was supposed to wrestle at SummerSlam, and Triple H quotes, quote tweets it with, I hear you. And basically now, he is in charge. Like, even that tweet, as simple as it is, and it's just as dumb as it is, it does kind of signify that this is now a different era, and, you know, it's other people are leading the way here. So, Nick, what, what are changes that you're expecting, and... I guess in the short term here, do you expect any anything to change? I, I'm not even expecting big changes, but just uh, in terms of the product, what changes do you expect? I'm I don't think anything will change in the short term too much. Uh, even though on Monday Night Raw we saw like subtle changes here and there that we definitely know uh, Triple H has already you know cemented his role as you know maybe things felt a little different here and there, which which was good. I think it's going to be a few months until we really get the full Triple H creatively driven product. I really hope that uh, the production value of these TV shows changes because if you listen to 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff podcast, he said before that WWE production is too perfect. It's very, very hard to almost want to turn it off because it's so ridiculous. And that is a real turnoff and it's been a turnoff for me personally since 2008 when they went to HD to see like all this production started changing all these you know uh, me and Vaughn talk about it on Shooters Radio all the time having your back or to the side or to the TV and you you're you're looking backwards at the TV just so the camera can catch you looking at the TV so but you're facing the camera it's so bad and I don't know who makes those final decisions and i don't know who pitches them but i also don't know who uh thinks it's okay for something like that because it doesn't make sense visually to the viewer uh kevin dunn like he's been there forever he can go uh i'm done with him we need a new uh we need to watch monday night raw as like a live show and it it's just not a product i love seeing on tv where it's just so ridiculously produced i i want to i want a sense of realness and it never feels like i'm watching a real show and i I know it's wrestling and i know it's hollywood i get it but it needs to be different because it is wrestling how many shows have the same like top two in charge for like decades yeah like how many television shows like have the same showrunner and executive producer essentially for like 30 years doesn't happen. One. What <laughs> like, did I wrong? Maybe I don't know if The Simpsons. How many? How many showrunners The Simpsons have had? But that's the only other show that's been on the air this long. But even for like a five or ten year stretch, a show can go through multiple showrunners, multiple producers, so you can have multiple visions and multiple looks at it. So you don't get stale. So you don't get formulaic. Because people can fall into habits. Because we're human beings. We're you know habitual creatures. 
that's what happens sometimes creatively. You get into a rhythm, you get into a flow, but it can get repetitive. And that's what happens with WWE a lot. You can predict a WWE show like clockwork damn near. You can see all the tells. You know, oh, they're lingering too long. Something's about to happen. Like, you shouldn't be able to do that on a weekly basis, but you can because it's been the same people in charge for that long. So just for uh, just an overall standpoint, there should have been some change a long time ago as far as a new vision, but there just hasn't. Yeah, and hopefully we get to see not big changes, but uh, I, I think there was some juice coming off of Monday Night Raw and, of course, Friday Night SmackDown, the uh, show before uh, WWE SummerSlam this weekend. So I'm hoping we see some small things here that at least make the product a bit more palatable for some. But that is it for us here with Shooters Radio. We have Mark Henry Jr. coming on the other side, but I want to thank you guys. Nick, Vaughn, thank you so much for joining me. They can check out your podcast at Shooters Radio on Twitter. Check out Nick at underscore Pacone and Vaughn at Vaughn M. Johnson. Uh, fellas, thank you for joining me tonight talking some WrestleMania. Didn't think I'd be doing that today, but I'm very glad that we did. That is Thanks Nick, for having us, man. That is Nick Pacone and Vaughn Johnson.